Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. So can you believe it has been a year since I got Libby? Has it really? Is that crazy? So you got her last September. I rescued her last year in September. Um, wow. And yeah, so it's time for vaccinations again and all that jazz. But I just, what joy she's brought, she's, particularly during quarantine and all and surgery recovery. But she is so stinking cute. She's been such a good, faithful buddy. She's so... Um, yeah, she's like every bit Springer Spaniel, too. She's got the Mary Bustle. I know, right? that's shaking little... her little bottom. Yeah. It's so cute. Um, I love following the hashtag Springer Spaniel on Instagram. Because, oh, really? Oh, my okay. gosh, you just see all kinds of cute puppies and old dogs. and Oh, that's fun. Catching a ball in midair or bird hunting. Like, there's just so many good pictures that's on fun. there. And it makes me wonder what she was like as a pup. I know. I got her at four. Right. So, now five. Wow. I know. I you need to, to have a little forever. gotcha day party. Oh, We could do that. Get that would be sweet. Ice cream. Have some doggy friend. She would love over. that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about our topic today. Me too, but uh, big caution, caveat at the front. If you're hungry right oh my now, gosh. pause, go get yourself something to eat. Or maybe... I was so hungry, weren't you? This made doing me... The, this, all this research made me so hungry, more than most episodes. More than episodes. most episodes. Maybe we were both working on it when we were hungry, but... Maybe. I did two different setting, sittings of okay. working on it, and... Yeah, I got really hungry, and well, it made me want to travel. So there's your warning. Lots of things make me want to travel. No. <laughs> there's your warning. Um, if you're not near food, and it's going to be a while, maybe pause this and come back <laughs> to it. But if you're looking for dinner ideas or... We're about to set you up. Um, or travel ins- ideas. Inspiration. We got you covered. So we actually tasted we did a tasting how funny for southern sandwiches no we just had one sandwich and it's the first one we're going to start with which would be the muffaletta or muffaletta yeah you hear it both ways what do you say i say muffaletta oh my gosh i say muffaletta tomato tomato (laughs) i thought we would be the same since we're related i don't know where i got it but um yes definitely a new orleans tradition by way of sicily 
Yes, but started the sandwich started in New Orleans. Yeah. That's what I read. Yeah. Well. Italian immigrants from Sicily. Right. That were there and came up with this. Yeah. Yeah. Creation. It's got to be on a Sicilian sesame bread, which we had it on sesame bread today. I don't know if that was Sicilian. Um, Larbeth picked this up from Jason's Deli. Yeah, so we're obviously not in New we're Orleans. not in New Orleans, so and we don't I'm, have as many choices, right? I'm not saying Jason's Deli is the best muffaletta you can get. I'm just saying it was the closest one to and us, and it was dang good, and it was very good. So particularly are, the ham one. Yes, we'll get into that. Okay, but yeah, we, we didn't we didn't have better. the luxury of like having an awesome diner or hole in the wall spot in new orleans to go grab one right you would find these many places in new orleans in fact when i made a trip to new orleans i brought home a jar of the i guess you would call it like an olive tapenade it's Mm -hmm. a that you use on this sandwich anyway let's talk about the sandwich so i saw that it was created in 1906 at central grocery company on decatur street in new orleans yes And like you had already mentioned, a Sicilian immigrant. Pretty much always a round sandwich, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. We ordered half. And it was humongous. Our sandwich was huge. Yeah. Now we did eat it all. (laughs) Maybe it's because we were hungry. We shared a half. We each ate a quarter of it though. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Gaw. Yeah. How would you ever eat more than that? Well, um... Yeah, so a traditional style muffaletta sandwich consists of the muffaletta loaf, which I've already mentioned is typically Sicilian sesame bread, split horizontally and covered with layers of marinated muffaletta style olive salad, Mm. which the olive salad consists of like celery, cauliflower, carrot, seasoned oregano, garlic, olive oil, um... Yeah, different people do different variations, yeah. but that's kind of the gist, is it's got this wonderful olive oil base. Yes. Yummy. And it's chopped real fine, so you yes. can see that there's carrot, but it doesn't look like carrot. It's no. just like a little orange tiny piece, because yeah. it's very fine right. how it's all chopped. I think it's usually black and green olives mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you see sometimes people will even throw in like roasted red pepper or pickled onions yes Yes. different things very mediterranean Mm. italian yes so that oil like seeps into the bread mm -hmm. yes served cold typically it's got salami ham swiss cheese probably some provolone um what else Yeah. yeah some vendors will toast it yeah that's a kind of even one of the controversies you know how there's lots of things where yes. people are like um but yeah the heated or not question is real um divisive yeah <laughs> in new orleans most say no okay there's a popular place called napoleon house they do theirs heated but most okay. say no okay to that so there's probably some like napoleon house diehards out there too right that are like this is the best one yeah. don't ever do it cold right but i think most people would serve this cold um, but yeah, usually the salad is refrigerated at least overnight. Like it mm-hmm. makes all of that flavor kind of meld together. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. It's so flavorful. Yeah. I think it would be good to make an olive salad, just not even for this sandwich sometime, just to eat 
I've made an olive tapenade just to eat, like, yeah. with wine and, yeah. you know, cheese or something. Because I'm looking through this list, you know, green olives, kalamata olives, garlic, cauliflower, caper, celery, carrot, pepperoncini, onions, celery seed. I mean, this is yeah. good for you stuff. Yeah. Um, I would say, I know olives are even divisive with people, like, if they like them or don't like them. Okay. Don't you think you would pretty much need to be an olive thumbs yeah. up olives yeah. person to enjoy this for sure yeah yeah and i am so yeah i am too <laughs> yeah i'm not necessarily like a ham and cheese sandwich person though so this this changes the ham flavor because the salami flavor is usually so powerful yes that's true as so, is the olive i kind of forgot there was even ham on there for a second um and you got a small turkey one as well Right. From Jason's. I don't know if that's even ever served that way in New Orleans. I'm not sure. I think they're mostly. But I would say, though I usually would lean towards turkey for a sandwich, no way on this. The ham salami was so much more flavorful than the turkey. Yeah. Skip the turkey. Yeah. Okay. So muffaletta, muffaletta. (laughs) Great sandwich. They, um, you know, it's so funny because... There's a festival for everything. Is there one? I noticed that there had been a Mufaletta festival. However, I'm not sure that it's still going. Oh. And it's not just the COVID. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's a COVID thing. It looked like the last one I could find was 2018. But anyway, um, it looked really fun because it was very Italian. It was yeah. bocce ball. It was cannolis and gelato fun. and like all things glorious. Yes. That, that Italy brings fun. in to New the Orleans. Table. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. They like to party in New mm-hmm. Orleans. In fact, I don't think I would have failed out at Tulane. I, that would never have gone well if I had gone to school in a town like New mm-hmm. Orleans. Yeah, it would not have ended well. Um, okay. Our dad made the comment the other day he would like to go to New Orleans and eat his way through a week, and I was like, "Let's do it, Dad." <laughs> that Aww, sounds so be fun. fun trip. Well, um, sticking in New Orleans, we got so another. So I was just thinking, here's another one. The Po' Boy. Yes. Such a great sandwich. P.O. Po' yes. Boy. Po'. Did you read where the name came from? <laughs> kind of. Not much. Do you have much history on it? Well, I think I can remember it. I actually was listening to somebody tell a story about it. Basically, well, let's talk about the sandwich first. It's a traditional Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana sandwich. It almost always consists of meat, which is usually roast beef mm-hmm. or fried seafood. Yep. That's the basic yep. ones you're going to see. We're talking shrimp, fried shrimp, crawfish, mm-hmm. fried catfish, fried oysters, or yeah. even soft shell crab. Yeah. I've seen. Um, it's served on New Orleans French bread, well, which well, is well. not just like a baguette. Yes. It's a little different. It's more like crisp crust on the outside really fluffy on the inside okay that sounds hard to make i know in fact there's many that say if it's not in new orleans it's not technically a po' boy oh so it's like champagne if it's... that's what they're saying okay and the reason and i don't understand all of this but i do know just from my limited baking yeah yeast is so finicky yes it is i mean if it's a cold day outside your bread might not rise as much. I mean, literally, things like that. Right. Even though it. your bread is not even outside. outside yeah. Right. 
Um, so supposedly the humidity of New Orleans does something with this yeast that makes this bread really different there than it does if yeah. you're eating one somewhere else. I don't know if that's all true, but yeah. I do kind of get it. Yeah. That it could be. Um, and the bread is kind of the signature mm-hmm. thing with these sandwiches yes. is it's got to be that crisp outside. Yeah. Yet really fluffy inside. Um, so what I was saying about the story, apparently there were, um, two former streetcar conductors. Mm. Streetcar was like the main mode of transportation Mm -hmm. at the time in New Orleans. And they had retired before the Great Depression. These two guys, I think they were brothers. Well, yes, because they started Martin Brothers Coffee Stand. Okay. So they start this coffee stand, and it was more than coffee. It was also a little restaurant. Um, but the streetcar industry went on strike, and the story has it that they offered to feed the po' boys. Okay. Because they weren't, yeah. you know, weren't yeah. making any money. So if they would come in and show their badge that they were oh. streetcar um, employees, mm-hmm. they would feed them. Okay. Now, those first ones apparently were mostly fried potato and just a roast beef gravy. That's all it was. That's Poe. That is Poe. Right? <laughs> that's right. Wow. So, but that's, they were, that's where the name supposedly yeah. came from. Yeah. Of the Poe boy. Um, that's fun. I know. I've got a couple more things. Do you have any more I don't, on that? No, well, no. Um, I wanted to say they're usually similar to Mufaletta sold like whole or a half. Yeah. A half is like eight inches. So that's still pretty big. Mm-hmm. A whole usually like around 12 inches. Um, one thing I really like about the idea of this po'boy, it reminded me, remember when we did our meet and three episode and we talked about how you'll see in one location, like the Great business point. suit yep. with the, you know, mm-hmm. blue collar worker yeah. eating side by side. Yeah. I think this is a similar thing with yeah. the po'boy. You see all walks of life eating together. Yeah. It's not just for the elite. Yeah. And I love that I do so too. much. Um, I looked around at restaurants around here okay. that have it on their menu. And it's typically what I would consider like bar food okay. kinds of places. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like their specialty is probably more of their, you know, in-house brewery than yes. their food. Yes. Those sorts of restaurants seem to have boys on I the would, menu. I would think like a Cajun place yes. should. Yeah. I remember a friend of ours telling us about Voodoo Gumbo in Bellevue, which we okay. haven't been to yet, but okay. I think they're supposed to have yeah. a pretty good po'boy for the Nashville okay. area. Yeah. Yeah. But again, is it technically a po'boy? I don't know how specific we have to get. Pretty far from New Orleans. So <laughs> This sandwich is similar. If any of you have ever had a Vietnamese sandwich, it's called a banh mi Okay. Similar in the bread and yeah. the way they put yeah. the... It's got a little more Vietnamese spice yeah. in it. But just to kind of give somebody an example, if they've ever had that. Always bringing in the Asian culture. <laughs> Thank you, Lainey. <laughs> Love it. Um, but again, many places that are famous in New Orleans to have these. I did reach out to Stan, our friend who is in New Orleans quite often with mm-hmm. work. His favorite is called Domelises. Dom- okay. That's how you'd say it. Um, they're known for their shrimp or roast beef. And okay. he said that's probably his favorite. Um, the Central Deli is still 
Is it still operating? A popular wow. spot. Well, I think it's moved. Yeah. But yes, I believe, uh, I think that's the one where the Obamas had been when they were in New Orleans. Oh, and, you okay. know, like kind of a popular yeah. place yeah. to have that sandwich. Um, Parkway Bakery and Tavern is another famous one. And they're also known for their root beer. And I love good root beer. So I, I do too. I wouldn't mind going to that one because that's you're supposed make to me be a good root one. beer. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, if you are in that area, definitely check it out. There's even so many varieties of this sandwich. You see people that do like really she-she things with it and, yeah. you know. Well, and it's then, seafood primarily, so you can I mean, do that a can lot get expensive. That. That's true. We're not saying this, a po' boy is cheap. Sometime nowadays. I want us to do an episode just on like soft shell crab because I think they're so fascinating how you literally eat the whole you know they just fry it and you can yeah. eat the whole thing yeah. that is so weird funny I've, I've done it it's yeah pretty tasty yeah but anyway that is the po boy well thank you that was a good overview I wanted to mention one. oh and it has a big festival oh are there you is serious? an oak street po boy fest it's huge and you see it's specifically to the sandwich this is again in new orleans in new orleans <laughs> and that's you really see some fun different variations at that festival yeah, um, yeah. it's on pause it's usually november but it's on pause okay. due to the covid stinking covid but anyway yeah. it'll be back i'm Good. feel sure because it's been going for a while yeah. so that 20, might be a fun time to go 2021 is going to be a calendar heavy year right right every, i mean we're all nobody want to go everywhere. Gonna be gone every night of the week and to me up. november is the time to go to new orleans not july oh, when we went when we went for pearl jam yeah okay okay i gotta mention um even though it's gotten a lot of talk time on this podcast so i'll keep it brief ham delights oh yes. that is a southern i didn't have that on my list of a sandwich specifically for parties and gatherings they'll be gone so make two pans if you were hoping to have leftovers so i think of the sandwiches we're mentioning today this is the one that works best for large gatherings because it's you're going to make it in little on little rolls yes hopefully you can find some king's hawaiian rolls yes near you those pepperidge farm ones the are pepperidge good farms too. are good they are but i'm just yeah. saying you don't even have to do a lot of slicing it's so. so true. But yeah, and I like that size because if you're at a potluck, you're wanting a little of this, a little of that. I don't want a big sandwich. Right. Like I just want one of those little cuteness. Yeah. Ham delight. So it's, you know, it's ham, Swiss cheese, uh, butter, mustard, poppy seeds, Worcestershire sauce. It's on our Pinterest page. It's been there. Also, our <laughs> Pinterest page has a lot of recipes. So if you're wanting to follow all the things that we usually talk about, There's that's where a you're good gonna place. Find it. But anyway, you got to give a little nod to Ham Delights, even if you're not going to give the full history and things. It's a great party party sandwich. It really is. Okay. Um, now, we can't do a sandwich episode and not talk about some good old barbecue. Absolutely. And the Texas brisket, I mean, it's its own beast. And it is, when done well, so stinking good. So I don't think I've ever had it on a sandwich. Oh, girl. Well, brisket any kind of way is glory. I think, yeah, I think I've just always had it on its own. Austin is another city I want to revisit. Mm -hmm. And I want to go to Aaron Franklin's place. He does 160 briskets a day. My goodness. We're talking about a lot of brisket sandwiches. When does he sleep? Well, I'm sure it's not literally I him. I know, but They're I mean... It all, but. That's long days. Oh, man. Well, he um, 
I don't know why I'm stuck on. Anyway, they, most of the time when you see it on a sandwich, it's like Texas toast. It's like white bread. Yeah. You're not talking about yeah. fancy buns, typically. Some right. people do it on a bun. Yeah. But you're usually going to see just that Texas toast kind of bread. Yeah. Then that bit brisket, which is, when it's done well, it's just so tender. falls apart. Yes, so tender. It's typically sliced. Occasionally you'll see chopped. I don't personally like it chopped as either. much as sliced. Yeah. Um, it's often served with like the pickled kinds of things. Pickled jalapenos, pickled okra. You might mm-hmm. see cherry peppers or sliced onions, dill pickles, something pickled. Yeah. There, there. as well. It's kind of your relish, um, yeah. And what else would I say? It's usually, that's, I mean, they keep it pretty simple. Um, some people put sauce, you know, drench it in sauce. Yeah, some people yeah. just, it just, sounds so messy. For me, good brisket doesn't need a lot right. of sauce. I'm, maybe a little, but it's just that smoky mm-hmm. moistness. It's yeah. just enough. Yeah. Um, anyway, I well, just, kind of enough, but I just piggybacking on that would be a pulled pork barbecue sandwich yes lord but that would be more on your bun yes like just a whatever now i can eat pulled pork any kind of way on nachos or but yes it is known for the sandwich so pulled pork is great on a sandwich if you don't have the luxury of maybe sitting down to eat like if you're on the go yeah great festival food this is a great way to get to eat barbecue if you're needing your hands differently yes like you don't have a fork and knife to you know, well, not that you need a knife, but a fork to actually sit down and eat it with. And I love when they have coleslaw, coleslaw on it on the sandwich. I do too. So then, I mean, it, it, it's literally me, a meal. It's like on a bun. Three on a on a bun. <laughs> I am currently smoking a pork sho- oh, shoulder right now, right behind you outside. That's happening as we speak. So authentic. <laughs> we we um. What do we? What what's the saying? Preach. Uh, practice what practice we preach. Practice what you preach. Yes. I'm going to make this pulled pork for, um, I'm actually taking a meal to somebody and I thought that would be a fun thing to take that's homemade instead yeah. of just picking something up for them. And so I got one that was big enough for me to have a little too. But wouldn't you say any barbecue joint's going to offer it in a sandwich form? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. And no shame in picking it up if you don't want to smoke it because it's a lot of work, but it sure is. Um, Yes. Brisket or pulled pork, both really yummy on a sandwich. So closer to home, we finally have come to one on the list that isn't New Orleans. It is in our hometown. That's right. Nashville hot chicken. Yeah. Um, that has become so popular that it's on some menus nationally now. Oh, Charlie's has it on there. That well, is so funny. Well, I know that's still Southern, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of a thing now. Oh, it's for sure a thing. Like, Yeah. Now, I would say I like to give credit where credit is due. This started in our, like, African-American-owned restaurants. Yep. It might be in all kinds of restaurants yep. now, but that's yep. where it started. Exactly. Um, and it's typically a breast or th- thigh. It's mm-hmm. like a big chunk piece yeah. of meat. Yeah. Um, it's been marinated in seasoning and flour and it's fried yes can be deep fried sometimes yes. pan fried but it's spicy it That's is the thing is it is a got mi- literally a mix of lard and cayenne 
that they put on it. I can't really handle Nashville hot chicken. So the sandwich form is slightly doable to me because the bread's there to help me cut through the heat. Yeah, because... Wow. I mean, I've never even had one that was like, you know how there's all these extreme levels? Oh, yeah. I so miss Anthony Bourdain. You know I loved that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved watching his show. And he did a show here in Nashville. And I still remember the episode where they went and ate hot Nashville hot chicken. Oh, really? Okay. And it was hysterical because it was he and Sean Brock. Oh, wow. And they got like the hot, hot, hot. Were they dying? They were dying. They were drinking like big glasses of cold milk to try and like <laughs> not choke on it. It was so hot. Um, so check that episode out. It's that is old, awesome. so I don't even know if it's still around. Yeah, but it was what so was his cute. show called? Well, he had a couple different ones, and you asked me on the spot. Let me think. That's he fine. had I'll link to it. Parts in our show. Unknown was one, and um, No Reservations was okay. one. Anyway, we'll find it. And okay, link it because that was pretty cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that sandwich is for the people that like heat. Yeah. Which, if you heard our hot sauce episode <laughs> a couple of weeks back, I'm pretty mild on the hot. So um, I had somebody send me a text this week and it said something about the Scoville scale. And I was like, I know what the Scoville scale is. This is awesome. Your next level. I love it. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad Nashville at least had some. Not we got on a the shout list. out. We got a shout out. Then okay. we can go north. Just uh, no, we'll go south first. Yes. So we sometimes question if the low, low part of Florida is the south. It's kind of its own beast, but we claim Florida when we need it. <laughs> <laughs> so we we need it, it today. <laughs> they have made famous in the um, Tampa and Key West both areas. Yes, the Cuban. Yes, sandwich. It's a variation of a ham and cheese sandwich. Um, and again, just like the mufaletta, it came from immigrants, Cuban yep. immigrants yep. that were um, in those in those areas. And um, they have now even brought the sandwich to other areas, Miami and yeah. things like that. Um, the main ingredients are Cuban bread. So this sandwich looks to me kind of like a panini. It's pressed yeah you know it has the grill marks that's i think of it like that it's cuban bread ham roasted pork swiss cheese pickles and mustard yum um in tampa they put salami in key west no salami okay so there's a little variation Mm -hmm. you might see and often lettuce and tomato um so yeah many lovers of the uh Cuban cuban sandwich so um also what was I going to say about that? Oh, generally um, agreed that it has to be um, mustard and some places do mayonnaise, some don't. Okay. That's another variation. Um, and like many great sandwiches, Tampa host a Cubano festival. Oh, fun. Where entrants compete for the best pressed sandwich. Oh, that's so, cool. There's another festival to add to the 2021 calendar. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, okay, let's talk about up in Kentucky, the hot brown. Oh, we've mentioned a personal fave. We've mentioned this one on here before because you make this one a I lot. Have, I've made the real sandwich with the hot brown with the uh, blah blah blah. I can't even talk brown hotels recipe. Yeah, um, and then I also make a slider that's yes. way simpler. So and, the hot brown, sometimes called the Louisville hot brown, or sometimes called Kentucky hot brown. Uh huh. Um, all the same sandwich. 
they um let's see this was an american hot sandwich created at the brown hotel which is in louisville beautiful by, hotel. by fred k schmidt in 1926 i feel like the 20s come up so much on this podcast like lively things were happening well then. i didn't look up the story to this sandwich but i think we talked about it one time the history of how it came to be made it's so cute yeah you know in the 20s they were doing all those fun dances yes and once the dance was over, people were hungry. Yeah. And it's like 2 a.m. Okay. So you're not like, what do we have in the kitchen we can make? Right. And they just put this together because they had turkey, yeah. bacon, and tomatoes. Yeah. So they started making this wonderful sandwich. Yeah, because before that, they were serving like ham and egg, maybe something like that as yeah. a late night supper. So yeah. So that's how this was birthed was uh, the after party. Yeah. <laughs> hunger needs. Some, some things do some good things do happen after midnight apparently <laughs> so the sandwich was birthed but so this would be open face which it's open faced and i got one at the brown hotel it's so fun to go there and have one it's actually served in the cast iron skillet oh, that really? they make it in that's cool so it is hot, hot. and yeah. it almost looks like a casserole it's hysterical oh wow because it's you know this bread on the bottom yeah then like nice thick turkey breast it's not don't yes, think deli meat not at we're all. talking like a nice turkey breast yes slices fairly thick yeah um yeah like your thanksgiving dinner turkey slice and i made it the day after thanksgiving yes. one time just to you know because because i had that on hand um then they put fresh tomatoes and a really rich mornay sauce which yeah. is like a cream cheese sauce mm-hmm. Um, that pours over, they bake it for 18 minutes until it's bubbly and then add bacon. Yes. So this is not a locale. <laughs> not, <laughs> nothing on this episode is locale. We really haven't had anything locale. Um, but it is, and then they put a little fresh Parmesan on the top and some paprika. Oh my yeah. gosh. So yummy. Yes. Um, and did you say sometimes pimentos are on there? Well, Sometimes. I didn't. Now, the, the sandwich, the sliders that I make, you bake in the oven, and it's pimentos and not tomato. Okay. Um, and it's not exactly right as far as if you're trying to be proper hot brown. Yeah. But it has the similar taste, and it's real yummy. So, but this is a full, heavy sandwich. Very heavy. Yeah. So, I mean, moving beyond the 20s even, like... Once this debuted at the Brown Hotel, 95% of the customers were ordering this sandwich. That's so funny. Yeah. Talk about a hit. Really? Well, and it's like, um, I can't imagine eating something like that at 2 a.m. No, not at all. I would have to have been really dancing you hard. You would have to dance hard like, to work that really off, Really hard, yeah. Well, those are like the fancy, pretty menu sandwiches items, right? that we have in the South. Exactly. But I even wanted to include a few not-so-fancies that you might have in Grandma's kitchen. I was going to say, like, let's talk about what's actually happening in your Grandma southern kitchen. Grandma necessarily flips making rich Mornay sauce no. to go on top. No. So, enter the bologna sandwich, <laughs> is what we call it. Fried bologna sandwich. Bologna, as our great aunt used to say. Fried bologna. Well, and it, the the idea of that comes from bologna, yeah. Italy. Yeah, is. That's right. where the name comes yeah. from. Now, theirs has, like, peppercorn and other yes. stuff in it. Ours yes. doesn't have any of that in yeah. it. It's just processed to the nth degree. <laughs> it kind of makes me sick to think about it. 
Um, but this is considered like the poor man's stay. Yes. (laughs) So, um, literally it's typically just sliced. Sometimes it has that red (laughs) ring around it that you peel off from the, gosh, the red ring, you know, it's from the sausage thing where they, um, but you just cut a little slit in it and fry it and that little <laughs> slit so it because it starts to kind of curl, curl so that makes it lay flatter i didn't know to cut i don't even know that i've ever fried it so well it's not something i enjoy <laughs> if i ever do i'll know to but, cut the slit so it doesn't curl that's right because it will in the skillet start to curl up um but this is usually just between two slices of white bread mm-hmm. pretty plain you might want to put little mayonnaise or mustard right but you don't usually see very fancy yeah. on this. I'm being transported into our great aunt and uncle's yeah. very small house right ate, now. Yeah. And the whole house would smell like smell that. Like it, so. Yeah. <laughs> All four rooms. <laughs> no. <laughs> on short street. Um, okay. So another one that you might see on white bread. Yep. With Duke's mayonnaise. Yep. It's just a good old tomato sandwich. Tomato sandwich. So definitely summertime too when tomatoes are so fresh. Yeah. And it's just a hit with that white bread, Duke's mayonnaise, and a really juicy, flavorful Cherokee purple mm. tomato sliced on there. Yeah. Perfection. Yeah. Um, you might even see somebody that has uh, some bacon do a BLT. There you go. That's another That's one. true. Dad that had be... me cracking up. I was asking him about Southern sandwiches. What does he think of? And he said... Well, you know, when I would make a BLT, I was lucky to have two slices of bacon on there. Now I see them on menus and they're mile high. So dad did an open face BLT because he didn't have the other slice. So funny. Um, And then we can't not say pimento cheese. I mean, good Lord, that's a Southern staple. It sure is. Sandwich. And I've been, anytime I've been making them lately, I've been doing it grilled, a grilled pimento cheese. I mean, that's even famous at the Masters in Augusta. Oh, is it? They have pimento cheese sandwiches and that's a pretty she-she affair. So that's funny to me. Yeah, that's, it's iconic in the South. It's like the way grits are now on fancy restaurant menus. Right, I know. Pimento so cheese. So funny. Well, see, aren't y'all hungry? That was a good list. I think that was so. A really we good covered list. the fancy to the not so fancy, the thin to the thick. Yeah. I feel like we claim a lot of good things in the South, and I'm adding sandwiches to it now, too. Come on. I think we have some of the best ones. Now, often they're from immigrants from all different places, but, well, that's okay. They're still Southerners. settled here, so we get to claim it. Pretty much all immigrants (laughs) at some point, unless you're Native American. (laughs) That's so true. All right. Well, that was fun. And um, we hope we've enticed you to grill up something good this week i know and autumn's coming first day of autumn's coming pretty soon we'll have to do southern soups is that such a thing i just love soup when it starts getting colder i do too all right that's enough we're good that's a good episode (laughs) we hope y'all had fun on this journey peace be with you and also with y'all